This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Hey, hey, listeners, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. How cool is it to have a new intro with new music? I have been sitting on that piece of music for I don't even know how long, and I can't say that I'm sorry to hear the banjo music go, although I do love a little banjo music. This girl has a little bit of country in her. Anyways, I hope you are enjoying the new bright and cheery intro that I think is so much more reflective of who I am and what this podcast is all about. Music is so powerful. And I use it for so many things in my life. It can literally shift my mood in an instant. And if you don't know, I actually have a playlist that supports me when I need to have a good cry. So if you're anything like me and uh, you struggle to sink into your emotions and you know you need to feel things because that's what we're here for. We're here to talk about how to feel your feelings then use the tools that allow you to feel your feelings. So if you're not a, you know, easy crier, then make sure that you put together a playlist that supports you crying. So I did not shut my door properly. And if you've been following me on Instagram, you know, I've got two new kittens and let me tell you, they are into everything, everything. I was on a call the other day and they unplugged a plant behind me, like pulled it out of the dirt and then proceeded to play with it around my feet and spread dirt all over my office. And I see one of them has now just snuck in and is wanting to go after a beautiful bouquet of flowers that one of my dear friends sent me. So I'm not going to let the cat dismantle this podcast. So This episode was completely unplanned. As you may or may not know, I am working now with a podcast editor. So we're trying to, you know, come up with topics in advance. I'm going to learn how to batch because structure gives me freedom. But I have to tell you that it's not always an easy transition for me when I'm starting something new. And I've gotten so used to just hitting record and going and talking to you in real time that batch recording feels a little bit awkward and and weird, to be quite honest. So before I sink into all this batching of content, I really wanted to talk about what I learned on my 48th birthday, because yes, I just turned 48. I took myself with the support of my hubby, because I don't ask for permission, people. And you don't need to ask for permission for what you need to thrive either, You just can say, this is what I need, and then you can go do the thing. So please, if you're listening and you're still asking your husband for permission for how to take care of yourself, please just stop that. So I took myself into downtown Vancouver, checked myself into a hotel, and 
part of my jam on this podcast and what I do to support my clients is getting them to learn how to slow down and make their physical and emotional well-being a priority, which means you can't be juggling all the balls, right? You can't be busy doing all the things that you don't have time to take care of yourself. And over the years, you know, from the time my transformation first started, I've really had to learn to keep putting things down and keep stripping things away and keep letting go of things. And my life is full, but I never say that I am busy because I'm not busy. I'm very intentional about the things that I I have on my calendar. I'm very intentional about where I spend my time. And I say no way, way, way more than I say yes. You guys, the cat is literally crawling all over my office. So this, like, we're not going to edit this out because it's probably not going to go to the editor. I'm going to probably like just sneak this episode in on the backside. So I'm going to throw the cat out of my office. So hold a moment, please. We love you, Simon, but bye-bye. Bye. This may go down in history like the uh, time that I did a podcast episode while barbecuing my chicken outside with trains going by in the background. But this is real life, right? I'm not here to make things all fancy and pretty for you. We don't do perfection here. We just do real. So as I was saying, my life is full. You know, I can't put down being a mom, but I can make sure I'm getting support with that. I can't put down being, you know, a partner, wife to my hubby. I can't put down... (laughs) my business, because that's super important to me. I love, love what I do. And I'm not going to put down my training because that is for me. My time in the gym and the goals that I'm working towards, those are for me. I'm not giving those up. But, you know, it became apparent that I was just feeling fatigued. And we've had a lot of things happening. Hello, 2020. Let's just start there. And then added to that for all of you mamas that have been at home with your kids. And of course, you know, if you've been tuning in regularly, you know, we've been navigating a bunch of things with my youngest son and getting him settled at a new school. And I've had to flip my routine around. And just like all of you, you know, I don't like, woohoo, yay, there's change again, said no one ever, right? We love routines and consistency. I know I personally thrive on just, you know, a regular schedule. Go to bed at the same time and get up at the same time. It sounds like boring as all get out, but this is what I personally need to thrive. So when things change, right, take a deep breath. I'm adaptable. We make it work, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't have an impact on my energy. So what am I getting at? I check myself into this hotel room and I take really good care of myself. Like I take really good care of myself. I don't overextend myself, but like I said, my life is full. And it wasn't until I stepped out of my life and put myself in this quiet hotel room that I realized just how fatigued I was. I'm telling you this because as someone who takes very good care of herself, but also being a very high functioning, driven, ambitious woman, which I've had to really, you know, keep that in check, have your drive, have your ambition, but be very intentional about, you know, how much doing you're doing. And it made me realize that 2020 has required that we all just put on our big girl pants 
big boy pants too for the men who are listening and just do what we need to do. And I didn't realize until that moment how much I had been coping, minimizing, normalizing is the word that I want to use, normalizing, right? And this is humans because we are so adaptable. We take things that aren't normal, especially if you are a high-functioning man or woman, and we create normalcy out of it because we have to. And we don't even realize the high levels of stress, let's say, that we're working under because I haven't felt stressed. I haven't felt, you know, strung out. I definitely haven't had any of those warning sides, but I was starting to get a little bit like, I don't know how to describe it. Like I was starting to feel fatigued, but I didn't recognize the depth of it until I put myself in that hotel room. So I'm sharing this with you because I want you to look at your life And I want you to think about all the things you were juggling before 2020 hit. And then I want you to think about all the things you've added to your plate in 2020 and the things you've gotten off your plate. But it's the energetic cost. It's the extra energy that we've all had to take on and work through and be with this year. And there is going to be a tremendous fallout on the other side because If you're like most of my clients and also like me, you've just normalized and you're coping and you're doing the things, but you can only, like even marathon runners have to stop and rest. So I want you to really look at in your life where you need to slow down. And when you think you've slowed down, in the words of my good friend and dear coach Tara, slow down more slow down more. I put myself in the hotel room, not just because it was my birthday and not just because I was feeling fatigued, but I also knew that I needed to remove myself from everyday life so I could shift my perspective and see things that I couldn't see when I'm too close to it. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. When you're so close to something, you can't, you know, it's like the saying is when you're inside the jar, you can't read the label. And I knew I needed that perspective and just getting out of my house, getting out of my regular routine, a hundred percent being focused on what I needed. So I could just have quiet space to be with my thoughts and to rest. I was able to look at some of the things that I've been gripping tightly to and say, okay, how do I let this go? How do I shift this? How do I just completely release it and step into what I need to do? It also gave me space to really reflect on my life. You know, 48 years is, that's a significant amount of time. And even this past year, and I was, I was talking to my own coach about this, you know, it was two years ago, I was in New York and I sat on her couch and she looked at me and and she said, okay, we're going to do this together. And we made the decision to to really burn my business down and start from scratch. And that's when I really made the commitment that I was going to let go of running launches around eat one of my signature programs and what my book is written about. And that I was just going to do what I loved, which was build a boutique style one-to-one coaching practice. And that I was going to focus on becoming the expert that goes into other people's rooms and supports them. 
right? I love making other people look amazing in their rooms, right? I love coming in and doing what I'm doing, you know, come in, coach and get out. I don't have to lead. I don't have to be in charge of the group. I just go in and do what I do, be of service and then get out. That was only two years ago, two years ago. And then, you know, in this past year, when I look at how much my business has changed and grown and the things that I've navigated within this year, including it just being 2020, my mind is a little bit blown, right? It was kind of one of those catch my breath moments where I really realize, wow, even though I'm very intentional about the things I put on my plate, I needed to pause and just reflect on exactly what I had accomplished personally and professionally, how much things have shifted for me and what I have stepped into. I am not the same person that I was, you know, a year ago, (laughs) let alone 10 years ago. So I really hope that you take the opportunity, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, to give yourself the space that you can to, you know, look at your partner and say, I need some time. I need a couple days to myself and invest that money into you, creating that space and just allowing yourself to be present and to laugh, maybe to cry, but to really see what all you've had to navigate this year without even really realizing it because you just, you know, kept putting one foot in front of the other. And that's what we've all had to do. We've had to put one foot in front of the other. But there comes a point in time where you have to pause, you have to look up, you have to debrief, you have to really say what is working and what is not working. And this was what these two days were about for me. So when my hubby came down on my birthday, he took me out for dinner and we had a really good heart to heart about what was working and what wasn't working in our family and what we need to tweak and change on our schedule and how we can show up and support each other differently and the things each of us want to start saying no to and what we're going to say yes to and how we're going to make it work in a different way so that we're not suddenly just again doing the things and not actually checking to see if it's working or if it's making us feel good as a family or if it's contributing to the bigger vision that we have for our lives. So a lot came out of those two days for me. Definitely decompressed my nervous system. I also spent a significant amount of time at the spa too, uh, which was quite lovely because you know, when you're at the spa, you have to just be present. I really gave myself everything that I needed to just be in relationship with myself. And this is a big part of the work that I do with my clients. And it's, I have to do this because otherwise I would be out of integrity and integrity is one of my number one values. It's that connection to self. Do you know how many men and women that I work with who don't know how to be with themselves? So they're always with somebody else. They're always you know, in a relationship or they have to be around other people or they're taking care of their kids and they say they want more time, but they will never give themselves that time because the truth is they have no idea how to be in a relationship with themselves. They don't know how to connect with who they are. 
They don't know how to be in the quiet. They don't know how to be with their own thoughts and feelings. And it's when you really know who you are and when you really know what you need and when you are truly deeply connected with yourself, that's when you can be in relationship with other people at such a deeper level because now you don't need them. You want them. You choose them. You choose to have other people in your life to enrich your life, but you're not putting expectations on those people to be your life. And this is why it is so important for every single woman I work with and for every single one of you listening to understand that connection to self, your connection to self, your ability to know yourself inside out, to know what you need to thrive, to know what you need to give yourself, to be with your emotions, to feel your best, to hear your thoughts, to dream. It's so important. It's so important. So I'm going to share with you, I wrote like four, I kid you not, I must have wrote four or five pages of things that I've learned in my 48 years. And I thought I would share, and I haven't really like, I'm just going to let my intuition guide me to the ones that I'm going to read out because I'm not going to read out all of them. I'll share them in social media posts and stuff. But the first thing that I wrote down was who I thought I was, was not who I am. I would say over the past, you know, at least, oh, man, my transformation started happening. Uh, we're coming up on nine, nine or 10 years now. And definitely over the past five years, it's been like rocket fuel behind everything. But all these beliefs that I had about who I thought I was, was never who I was. You know, I spent most of my life not knowing who I was, not knowing why I was doing the things that I was doing. And, you know, in 48 years to now feel like I truly deeply know myself and to be excited about what I'm going to discover about myself in, you know, the next 48 years and beyond. That's exciting for me. You can have anything you want, but it's going to require you letting go of most of what you believe. So your life is always reflecting you, what you believe. And in order to have the things you want, it means you have to become not someone different, but you have to be willing again to release most of the things that you believe to be true about yourself so that you can create different outcomes in your life. Oh, this was a big one for me. Emotions are a superpower. And being strong is the ultimate weakness. So it doesn't mean that I'm not a strong woman. I am. I'm a strong woman. I'm independent. But I also know that if I put that cape on, I make myself really weak. And when I just allow myself to feel what I'm feeling instead of trying to be strong and like I've got it all together... That's really when I'm in my most powerful, when I'm able to, again, give myself what I need, ask for help, be supported, allow myself to feel loved. Surrender and then surrender more. A rich life is about handing it over, not trying to control. You know, and surrender isn't about giving up. Surrender is really about handing it over 
And, you know, one of my mentors, Jim Fortin, says uh, the saying is, I surrender my life to the energy that rules it, something along those lines, right? I surrender my destiny to the energy that rules my life. And again, surrender isn't about giving up. It's about handing it over. It's about knowing that I can't get life right or wrong. And that when I just trust, everything is going to work out, which was one another point. It's like living your life with faith over fear. You're always going to win when you live your life in faith over fear. Faith and surrender are the most powerful life strategies you can work from. It took me a long time to learn that, but man, that is the truth. Integrity matters, but not integrity to other people. Self-integrity. Do what you say, and the most important promises you need to keep are the ones to yourself. Because every time you keep a promise to yourself, you are putting a deposit in your self-worth piggy bank. So I want you to remember that. Uh, Even the crap you don't want, (laughs) and I've stood in a lot of piles of crap, is here for you. Even when you can't understand it, you don't understand it, you're feeling the feels, trust. Always go back to that place of this is happening for me. Because often it's your, you're wanting to understand why it's happening that is preventing you from just being present and allowing what needs to unfold. Of course, I have to say this one. Rest is a success strategy and slowing down, doing less better leads to expansion. So get really clear on the things you want to say yes to and the things you want to say no to and be willing to be self-reflective weekly, sometimes daily, definitely monthly to check in and see what is and what isn't working. Oh, love yourself the most. I'm going to say that again. Love yourself the most. You will never find your worth or your value in your accomplishments your certificates, your degrees, (laughs) your kids, your partner. It is 100% an inside job. You have to start from the inside out. And that really starts at looking at you loving yourself more, you loving yourself the most in your life. And that doesn't make you selfish. It actually makes you a more powerful leader in your life. Oh, This is a good one. This was hard for me. Learn and allow yourself to receive as much as you give. And every year on my birthday, oh, I get so emotional. Every year on my birthday, my heart is so open because I allow myself to truly receive the messages of love and gratitude that I receive from people about how I've impacted their lives. And for years, I used to brush that away because I couldn't, like, I I just couldn't receive it, right? I couldn't believe that about myself, which is another point, right? When people tell you what they see in you, believe them. So every year on my birthday, I really allow myself to receive that. And I allow myself to see myself through the eyes of my community and my clients and my family and my friends. And I allow myself to sit in that and just truly like drink it in. 
and we're told, you know, not to receive and, you know, you'll have an ego. It's not about that. This comes back to that point of love yourself the most. When people tell you how you matter to them, believe them and allow yourself to receive that. If you're giving all the time and you're not allowing yourself to receive, you are throwing off the balance of energy in the universe. Oh, keep your inner circle tight. Know who your people are, and they're not everybody. You don't need to be friends with everybody, but those people that are tight in your circle, let them know how important they are and love on them hard, right? Those are your people. Really love on them hard. I really love all of these. I feel like I need to do like three episodes. Spend your life with the person you are excited to see in the morning and go to bed with at night. Passion and deep love exists without codependency. I am so effing proud of the relationship that I have built with my hubby. And to know that this kind of love exists in a healthy way is so powerful. And I want you to know that it's out there. Dream and then dream bigger. The only limits that are real are the ones you choose to create between your ears. There are people all over this planet, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. You can be one of those people. It just comes down to choice. Being busy is a distraction. Intention and energy is everything. God, it took me a long time to learn that being busy was just a numbing behavior. I hope that if you are busy all the time, you are also starting to see that. Give yourself grace, kindness, and forgiveness. You can never be too kind or compassionate towards yourself. Hire and pay for support from someone who is already where you want to be. You can bootstrap it and do it yourself to a point, but it's only going to get you so far. And if you aren't willing to invest in yourself, what you are saying is that you are not worthy of being your best self, your best version of yourself. And if you're in business, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, how specifically do you expect other people to invest in you? It's all energy. So just know that. Uh, Be generous, not just with others, but also towards yourself. Simplicity will always beat out complexity and consistency. So simplicity and consistency always beats out complexity. And extraordinary lives are built in those ordinary moments. And I will expand on that and say extraordinary businesses are also built on doing the ordinary the ordinary everyday things extraordinarily well. So there you have it. There's the recap of what I took out of my few days away, some reflections on my 48 years here on the planet. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that I get to touch people from around the world. I'm so grateful that you tune in week to week. I'm so glad you're here. If this episode resonated with you, make sure you drop into my DMs on Instagram and share. I respond to everybody. And if you've sent me something and I haven't responded, raise your hand again, please, because sometimes things get lost. If you saw my inbox, you would be a little bit horrified. 
that's a story for another day. If you haven't left a rating and review over on iTunes or your platform of choice, please, please do that. Ratings and reviews are like podcast currency, and I have big, big dreams for this podcast and where we're going to take it so that I can reach more women and men just like you. So thank you for tuning in, and I will see you on the next episode. I want you to be really honest with yourself. When do you give your body attention? Is it only when you're criticizing it, fighting with it, trying to lose weight? Or maybe it's when you're standing in front of a mirror and wishing it were different. I know that if you're like most women, you struggle with how your body looks and feels. I also know that for most of the women that I work with, the idea of loving their body is foreign. And yet they're sick of the endless cycle of dieting and gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight and losing weight. And they keep waiting for the perfect time to make serious changes. However, that perfect time never seems to come. Maybe you can relate. Does this sound familiar? Because if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably realized that losing weight isn't going to solve all your problems. It's not going to make you feel good in your body, and it's not going to open the door to a new and better life. As I like to say, no unicorn is going to walk by and no glitter is going to fall from the sky. Listen, if you want to change your body and your relationship with it, and as a result, your life will change. Only you can take responsibility for that change and only you can step into knowing that the right time is never coming. It has to be today. I say this with compassion, but you can't keep blaming other people or your circumstances for how you're feeling about yourself and your body. Life is always going to life. It's time for you to uncover the stories that are holding you back and change the behaviors that aren't serving you. I know this path doesn't feel easy and I want to help you because I know this process, this inside out process can lead to true transformation. I've created a free three-day program called Weight Loss From Within. Inside, you'll explore self-guided journal prompts that will help you begin to shed the subconscious beliefs that have been holding you back from what you truly want for your body, your life, and the relationship you're having with yourself. Once you finish the three days, you'll have more clarity than ever on the stories that have been driving your behaviors. And you'll have the opportunity to go even deeper with the full version of Weight Loss From Within. I'm not going to ask if you're interested. I'm going to ask if you're ready. And I know that you are ready for lasting change and the chance to truly love your body. I invite you to join this three-day free training, Weight Loss From Within, and you can grab it by just heading over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash three days and you can get started today.